Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bros and Shows. I am your host, Josiah, aka Moller67, and with me, as always, I got my buddy, I got my pal, I got my brother. My brother Austin. Austin, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How about everyone else out in Twitch land and you? Hey man, I hope they're doing good. I'm doing I'm doing pretty okay. Can't really complain about anything, just a little cold for some reason. But you know <laughs> life is life, what can you do? Yeah. Ugh, Can't man. really do anything about that. Yeah, no, I just I had like a crazy weekend slash week uh because mm. of the vampire LARP thing. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, basically like one of the character who has like a, a rule uh came out and said like hey uh these guys messed up i'm giving them i'm giving them all negative status or doing what i perceive as a bad thing and she hit all like five of the six members of the the primogen council she's the harpy the harpy is instated by the primogen council <laughs> and at first like you know i'm part of the primogen council at first we were all like okay we're just going to take this and like force her to like apologize and whatnot because she has this wrong and then uh we like the other the sixth member essentially uh came back and was like hey uh i'm the i'm i'm the new crimson or whatever for my clan again so there won't be this problem again. This person's the way we're all like, okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. He obviously like worked with the RB to like do this to everyone. And then he bought boons over everyone. That's when we're like, oh heck no. He's trying to make like a power play. <laughs> and um, he's trying to like control the council this way. And so uh, as the council, it's like, first off, she, she did the thing in pro like wrong in our eyes. Because the thing that she warned us about, which was like holding meetings without letting the Nosferatu or the, the last person of the council know. Um, well, it wasn't true because we, we did like we went to them and it's like, hey, who's your primogen? Like this person's our primogen. Is he here? No. Is your whip here? No. No way to contact them. Okay. Well, we tried. Like, what, what else are we going to do here? Like. <laughs> that's not on us and these are emergency means it's not like we're planning these out like a week in advance or the week of mm -hmm. so it's like she didn't do any of her research she just did the thing that the, the elder wanted her to do and get away with it and so what we did is we uh we candor as the harpy like we're like nope you're not the harpy no more we we agreed to cut you out and we did the way that she proclaimed that we did we did not include the the sixth person First off, because we don't need to include the sixth person because it's majority vote and we had five people to do it. Um, but then that caused a lot of drama and whatnot, and then all this stuff is going on. And so it's a lot of in character drama and it's a lot, a lot of like out character like anxieties. And so it's just been a very stressful uh, Thursday, Fridays, and, and long Friday, uh, Saturday, Saturday, and Sundays. So. That's that's what I've been doing, man. That's that's been my time. For all the like the three people who know anything about Vampire the Masquerade who listen, like, <laughs> gosh, man, 
in in all right as the permanent council like as a majority vote we have the right to do whatever we want even if like other people don't like it but hey man it is what it is <coughs> have anything crazy like that or should we just get into it not really just really didn't do too much i helped with the roof over the weekend and just uh chilled out most of the time you know didn't really do too much mm -hmm. just been hanging out you know you did change up your uh desk layout apparently oh yeah 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 i can kind of like state that i know like it's blurry but uh i bought an l-shaped desk so like i can play all my consoles like here hold up so people can kind of see this so i'm not you know so people understand um but then i'm going to change it right back to blur so i changed up ah oh, i don't think i always i always click the the x instead of like the blur so uh i actually changed up my setup where i have an l desk now mm -hmm. uh because i'm I, I finally have the money to buy a pc like to build my own so I have uh, our buddy John building me a PC and I'm going to put it like right here in this corner and then the camera is actually going to be here from now on like how it was kind of in a way uh, wait no no it was this way yeah it was this way it's going to be this way now but I don't have it blurred and then uh, I have uh, my Asus monitor or Asus or whatever you call it Asus. and Asus and I'm going to have all my consoles on here so then I don't have to like be like this the whole time or flip it back and forth. This will always be consoles. This will be my PC. So, and then like I'll have a VR setup and all this, but I bought a new desk uh, and I've been buying like a whole bunch of other stuff. So, you know, I've been kind of like on a spending spree a little bit, uh, but you know, I, I kind of, I'm pretty excited. I'm really excited to get my own like custom made computer and I can move from the laptop, you know, that overheats or, you know, gets super hot to something that's like glowy and happy. <laughs> yeah, you can join the RGB fest that people yeah. like. I'm not a huge fan of personally, but what can you do? Yeah. All right, Austin, I'm happy for you. That sounds good. Hopefully that, that'll be, when. when's the completion date? Uh, I think it's this Friday, actually. This Friday, all this stuff will... Yeah, he's probably he's he's usually off like Wednesdays and Thursdays, mm -hmm. and most of the stuff is coming on Wednesday. So he's like, yeah, I'll probably have it done by Friday. And the street fair in Lowndesville is going on Friday, so I'll be taking um, one of Sydney's cousins' kids to the street fair because I'm like, hey, you know, they want to go away, and uh, Blues Travelers, a band from the '90s, um, you know, a lot of people know him from that song. Why you always giving me the run around? Um, they're playing at Kent Stage, and they are uh, sold out completely. And I was wanting to go, but we decided to watch Nora instead, Sydney's cousin's child. So we're going to. Uh, her parents are picking her up halfway from Akron, and we're going to take her to Longville Street Fair. So when we go to do that, and we go to drive her back up to mm -hmm. Akron on Saturday, I'm going to stop at John's and grab my PC. So, because uh, Worcester is like not even a half an hour away from Akron. So okay. I was okay. like, you know what? I'll probably stop then, see if he's, if, if I can get it then or when, or, you know, close to whenever, you know, I, I'm pretty free and lenient. Even if I 
have an individual with me. I could just drive up there. <laughs> they probably don't care. They're like, yeah, let's go do something. So yeah, I, I can get it. But he was talking, usually he's bored and he's like, I can go do it now. And I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, I've been kind of busy with all that and nothing really else too much. Just lying around, you know, that's pretty much it. <laughs> mm, yeah. Watching, watching, uh, you know, Lock and Key season two. Yeah. Watching so. Lock and Key. Austin, that's what we talk. That's what we're talking about today, Austin. Mm-hmm. Lock and Key season two. Yeah. The Austin. Lock and the key. From your perspective, we've watched season one. Mixed results from me. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your feelings on Lock and Key season two? Um. So as a book person, like as a that loves a graphic novel, I did not like season two. Um, there's a lot of things that happen in season two that puzzled me as a book reader. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? Kind of like how season one was where they kind of like took things from some of the first four books and then they were like, okay, we'll put them in here. This one takes from like the last three books and it kind of like does something that really upsets me um but there's some great things in this in this season that i liked Mm -hmm. but you can tell that uh you know i i wasn't i'm not really a big fan of season two and um it was a you know i you know me making you watch this i'm kind of getting you like i just want you to get the premise of it because i think that you would like the graphic novel so yeah but overall i didn't really care for season two so what about you what did you think of season two of lock and key um if uh, (laughs) it wasn't like the worst thing i've ever watched yeah it definitely wasn't the best thing i've ever watched Mm -hmm. There was a lot of like obvious things. I'm I'm glad that they explained away like they explained some stuff, which was nice from the first season. Um I do find it interesting and funny that the villains are trying to make a key that creates more demons which seems dumb to me when you have a door that you could open up and force a human in front of and automatically get a demon there I if the the main guy was said like he couldn't trust the other demons to not want power for themselves and wanted to make like obedient demons with the key, it would make a little more sense. It, the whole plot of him did not make sense with the whole key function and everything. Um, I liked the dollhouse key. I thought that was an interesting, fun key. Um, did for the one episode gag, and then that was basically it. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Um. Their, their use of the keys became more like normal and, and, and like uh, what what I think 
kids would start doing with the keys where they just started using them as if they were normal everyday stuff um which good solid perfect i understand that um i don't understand the functionality of the omega key now because like logistically think about it, right you have this key that opens this door to this portal that can bring demons in the world what you do with it you hide it sure you could hide it freaking break the key destroy it why you even need it there's so many keys in this show that i'm like this is too powerful why would they even keep this you know like destroy this key the 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 alpha key is one of those keys that i'm like why is this still a thing why have they not destroyed it they're like we have to protect these keys i'm like no you have to destroy it can you think of any reason for that door other than bring demons in the world no destroy it get rid of it and then like the the whole thing like no one thinks farther than like two steps ahead they don't think about the the end thing like whenever in the end where lucas comes back to normal and my 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 thought process and my understanding is like okay he's still an echo shouldn't he just be teleported back to the well the well house okay he's not so he must have the anywhere key on him right so that that's fine that's all good when that girl goes to the well house and she calls down and she she brings out the um you know the, the severus revolutionary. revolutionary dude out yeah. and she opens the door and moves through i'm like is it supposed to say that he has the everywhere key now and how the heck did lucas not have it how is he able to function if he's able to just leave now? Also, when he kills the, the eating girl at the end, my brain, I actually said out loud, like, thank goodness. Why did no one ever think of this? Why did Eden not think of this? Like, I, it made no sense. I'm like, hopefully this third season with this guy, is he actually starts murdering people. Who do, like, it's like, oh, you can't take a key from me. It's like, cool, snap the neck picks up the key from poor boyly's uh, boy's uh body and he's just like can't i i can't i a body's a body what do i care you know like seriously i i don't understand why the one character wasn't just murdering them straight up when he had the chance and just taking what he needs no reasoning it's like i don't know even if that's that's writing issue that is just like that's not thinking it through, you know? Like if if they gave a reason that like, oh, if if the demon took a key from one of the locks or like one of the locks died in possession of a key, then the key would lose its power. Done, cool. There you go. Removes the threat that the demon can kill them and he has to get, get from other means. Never anything like that. Makes no freaking sense. When he had all those keys, it's like, all right, cool. Again, it happened again in this season. I got so frustrated. When the girl takes the 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 control you box and she uses it. And I'm just like, um, why'd you put it back? Why would you freaking care? Um, you now have this object that makes them do whatever the heck you want. You win! Oh no, we just don't don't do that 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 ruins the storytelling it's like don't implement something that can ruin your storytelling that's bad story writing 
It's it's the equivalent of like One Punch Man, you know, like they, they introduce One Punch Man. And every time in One Punch Man, in order to have something happen, one, Saitama cannot be at the event. He has to be somewhere else. And the whole story is about him getting to that event to one punch the thing and be done with it. The whole story takes place while Saitama is on his way. And everyone else dying and fighting for their life, that's what that story is about. It's not about One Punch Man. One Punch Man signifies the end of the arc. Because he ruins storytelling. But, like, that's the joke of him. Or, or the... Whatever you want to call it. That's yeah. the problem with this show. Is that they have introduced too many Saitamas. And they don't give a good reason why... It doesn't work or doesn't function. And it sucks. I do like the fact that they acknowledge that the keys come from the demons. Um, the Whispering Iron. The Whispering Iron. I do enjoy the fact that the locks learned how to um, meld them. I do not like the fact that they do not explain the whispering to the locks and why they are special. That makes no sense. Also, they do the stupid Deus Ex Machina thing that I hate. Where it's just like, whoa, when we need to find the key we need, they whisper to us. I'm like, that's stupid. That's stupid. Because what that's saying is like, hey, we can explain away all Deus Ex Machina crap by the keys knew that they needed them. Like, get out of here. That's dumb. That's stupid. That that allows for bad story writing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like go ranting on there for like 18 minutes i think no no you're completely fine <laughs> because um so with 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 this show mm-hmm. so like i i've been thinking about this all week about how i'm going to explain to you about how i what why i feel the way i do because what happens is some of these story elements that happen in this season are the ending of the comic book and so like i can't Oh, it frustrates me because I have to explain stuff um, that's going to ruin uh, like three story, like three little hibbits in like season three. Um, like this whole thing with uh, the Omega key. Mm. Like, so the Omega key actually, uh, how, okay, so Dodge is a lot smarter and you are correct. You, you thought the right way. So what happens is dodge uh prom is about to happen and kinsey and tyler and all them are going to prom and what happens is uh kinsey's gang called the savinis uh like they're the um in the comic book they're kind of like a pop uh like kind of punk group they're not really movie makers so they're just like a bunch of like teenage angst kids yeah it, it feels like a bunch of people who were writing the movie it's just like Kids don't listen to music no more. It's all about the TV now. Woohoo. <laughs> These kids are I more like of TV. like, they have to you like know, TV. punk renegades and stuff in the show, so in the comic. But uh, what happens is they decide to have a, um, they decide to have a, what was it? Like a, uh, like a, a after prom party. Okay. And it's actually located at the sea cave. Um, and so at that point, uh, you come to find out that Dodge, um, Dodge, what happens is like halfway through, 
uh, Tyler realizes who Dodge is and he goes to confront Dodge at Rufus's and Ellie's because at this time Ellie has died. Uh, Dodge ends up stabbing Ellie in, in the stomach and ripping out her, ripping her, uh, I think her mouth off. Like he like bites her lips off, uh, which is brutal. You know, and Rufus is like crying the whole time, you know, holding his mom. And what happens is he goes to confront Dodge, but Kinsey is there. And Dodge uses the music box to manipulate Tyler to let him go. Um, but then what happens is Dodge ends up back at the key house trying to find the Omega key. And what happens in the comic is um, Dodge gets into a fight with Sam Lesser, the, the guy from season one that kills Randall Locke, and ends up killing Sam Lesser. And Sam Lesser opens up the ghost door and shoves, goes to shove Dodge out and ends up shoving Dodge and Brody out of the door. And Brody goes out the door and Dodge comes into Brody's bot. Um, and then he shuts the door. So then Brody becomes, Dodge's Brody pretty much at this point. And he ends up killing a kid like in the process, like later on, like he goes to school and like, um, well, you, you'll notice a new, uh, do you remember, um, the girl that's in, uh, that's friends with Brody this season. Yeah. Yeah. She ends up dying because Brody throws her in front of a bus. Um, because it's Dodge actually, mm. uh, because she starts realizing she's like, you're not Brody. You do not act like Brody. Brody is kind and wonderful. And she's like, shut up. And just throws her in front of this bus and murders her. Uh, of course, there's always going to be children, death people. Um, so what happens with that is Brody is stuck in the ghost world the rest of the comic Brody is not around so like um, Brody is changing his appearance and stuff to match like who Gage is or like you know Lucas at this time so he could still be with Kenzie but then when they get to the party Dodge decides I have the shadow key and I have um, the Omega key now well Kenzie has the Omega key so she ends up attacking the whole group at this party and opens the door and all the deem all the whispering iron comes flying in and attaching to all of Kinsey's friends and all except for Kinsey and uh, the the blonde girl that's in the show that gets thrown in the well at the end mm. of the season she actually um, survives and actually risks her own life to save Kenzie because she really liked Kenzie. And she ends up dying from her wounds. Um, so all of her friends are possessed by these demons. Dodge has it. Um, also at this time, you come to find out that Brody, the Brody that is Dodge, is manipulating Duncan by removing his memories. So he doesn't know anything. Uh, it gets to a point where Dodge actually murders, well, no, he runs over Duncan's boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, he removes that memory. So Duncan's the only person that knows who Brody is in real life, but he's getting his memories taken out, so he doesn't know. So, like, he has these blank moments. Uh, Tyler ends up putting the pieces together, and uh, he ends up finding out, Duncan finds out his memories, some way. I forget how it is in the comic book. It's been a while since I read the book. But he ends up telling Tyler, hey, you can forge keys. 
and like it's just a lock thing like i know how to forge him but like i am very forgetful right now i don't know how to forge key so he ends up finding out that like the whole big reveal is his dad's you know lore yeah, yeah, yeah. is whispering iron because it starts whispering to him so he ends up making the alpha key and uh what happens is tyler goes down to the sea caves and realizes what dodge is up to and confronts her and says hey you know i you might have the omega key but i have the alpha key and she's like what the heck is the alpha key and he's like let me watch and he stabs her with it and it murders her uh but then the demons start coming after him and he starts unlocking all of them he unlocks uh what was it like um her like love interest kind of like in the show he was like a punk rocker uh, at this time, you learn that like all of Kinsey's friends know about the keys. So they have used the keys and they, they're friends together and they've all used the keys to do stuff. So they gave the keys to separate people because they knew that they could protect each other if someone went crazy. So the one guy actually gets unlocked, but he turns on the Hercules key, which you've seen the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, in the comic, he becomes like a big Hercules. <laughs> um, okay. He actually is still, when when they unlock kids, uh, like in the show, they are murdered. Like they die from, you know, being unlocked. There is no percussion. So all those people that were part of the high school party get unlocked and they all just die. Uh, except for him, he, he doesn't die because the Hercules keys is keeping him alive. He ends up giving up his life and telling Kenzie that he really cares about her and he loved her. And it's like one of the sad, sad things. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm upset about this, the season, because that key was like the pivoting point of like the ending of the series, mm-hmm. where you find out that, hey, Whispering Iron and Tyler is putting an end to these keys. Um, because what happens is uh, Dodge, Brody Kins- ends up escaping, and um, Rufus is the one that takes Brody down. Uh, he ends up beating him senseless, knocks him out, and the house accidentally starts on fire, and the whole locked house sets ablaze, and it kills Brody, uh, like his body. His body ends up being cremated, and uh, Tyler goes back to lock house. I'm just, I'm telling everyone the ending, so this is a spoiler, but you need yeah. to know this. Like, it sucks because, like, how they set up things, it, it just, it just wasn't right. Um, but Brody ends up like um, uh, turning his ghost form into a bird and then he goes into the, the the animal key door and he ends up becoming Brody again So, but that's the end of the comic but that's how that works like that alpha key was never supposed to happen until the end and like how they did everything in season 2 when like he made the alpha key I was like this kind of stupid like i don't i there's that's the big cool reveal at the end of the comic is like he makes this alpha key that he realizes that he doesn't want to do this but this whole i hated the part where at the end of the season where tyler looks at them and says here's the keys i want to go live my life and he's like giving up on like his two younger kids (laughs) to be like to make them take care of the keys even though how dangerous he knows they are like Tyler doesn't do that in a comic. He realizes that he has to put an end to this because how dangerous those keys are. Um, 
but yeah that's me i might have spoiled everything and i kind of ruined it for people but what it comes down to is like i i didn't know how to say it like i was just like i'm gonna come out and say this because there's a lot of things now there's a couple other things that you'll learn that i didn't i i, I try to stay away from uh which you'll see in season three but all of this like they they took one two three and four comics in the first season at least adapted them properly in the second season they completely wiped it they just did everything they could and i was like this is i hate this <laughs> you know and a lot of people i i argued with them on reddit and i was like this is a terrible adaption um you know i think the original adaption was really well done and i don't know what happened there uh so yeah that's that's my huge rant right now sorry i went on a huge rant no it's so, fine it's fine yeah. I mean, the the only thing I didn't like about that rant, and I'll be honest, is that you did reveal like the whole book story, and I rather have had that I would be able well, to read it if I wanted to. I have, I I did some, of, I did not reveal all of it. There's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, but but, that's but you revealed like, like the big shockers, you know, like the the girl dying, Brody dying, things like that. That is what would have like been like a big point on me, and I'm sure there's other characters that could die too but like it's yeah. legitly like i'm like i wouldn't expect them to kill the kid i wouldn't expect them to kill the other kid well how like the thing is is like i i really skipped on like what happens with brody when he goes in the ghost form uh there is a huge story arc about that um but they ex they said this stuff during season season two like the alpha key i was like this why are they bringing the alpha key up like this doesn't happen like are they looking to end the series um you know so i mean I, that's I was, why i thought like whenever i was watching it, i'm just like all right cool it's it's a two season bad show like it's fine like it's not the worst show but it's definitely in my book like not a it's not, not good. a good it's show. not a, it's not a good adaption show like, well well i mean not a good adaption is is a bad show you know mm. like if if the show from from my pers like from your perspective, you're watching it from someone who read the books. I'm watching it from someone who's just watching it. It's a bad show. Um, the reasoning for characters doing things and action stuff sucks. The thing that makes the show enjoyable to watch is just finding out what each of the keys do. Yeah. I will say now in this season, the new keys sucked. I did not well, care for any of the new keys. I'm going to be real with you. Like, uh, there's a couple of the keys that never exist in the comics. Like the chain key, mm -hmm. that's not in the comics at all. That chain key uh, makes no freaking sense to me. <laughs> it does. It's like, it, oh, you can chain someone up, but you might want to have that strength. Uh, yeah, there it's is, like, huh, that, that seems like there, a useless key. So I, I might have told you, like, the ending of it, but there's, like, four other things that you have to know about that series that I'm not going to reveal to you. Yeah. Uh, that characters that happen... Uh, like uh you know the girl that's in like the mental hospital they end up yeah. lock unlocking her she's a huge point in the comics and i'm not going to bring up that because that's a really good story arc that i think that you should read and you'll be like okay this is why i think if you read these graphic novels if you decide to you know if i spoiled it for you but um if you decide to read these i think that you'll enjoy them more because they give those answers to you properly and I think the writing's very coherent where I'm just like, this is a good story. I like the story. But, oh, man, like, this, season this, two was rough. <laughs> this show is the equivalent of the Netflix's 
anime adaptations. They just butcher it really badly. And this is really bad. That's why, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, I, I thought uh, Netflix did the Neil Gaiman Salmon very well. And I realized the only reason why they did it very well is because Neil Gaiman did it, not Netflix. Yeah. Um, and they need to stop changing things then if they they if the show or series or book or whatever is good for one reason freaking just tell that story yeah the and i think the, what i would assume that the reason why they didn't like they changed certain things was for budgetary reasons that doesn't make sense with this show because they're doing all the magic stuff anyways i think i think why they did it was because to be kid friendly they, they thought they can make it more kid friendly. And I thought that it was, a, you know, like some of the stuff that happens in there. I'm like, okay, this isn't too bad. Like kids can watch this, but I feel like there's a lot of things that they changed for no reason. And it was kind of like they took parts from the comics, but they just, I, I don't know. I just felt I would, like, see, that's the thing. First season, I definitely looked at as like, yeah, it's kid friendly. Like it's different mm -hmm. this season, much less of that. Like it's still not like adult. It's definitely preteen level yeah, of I can like see that. show, like tweens, tweens, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Twilight in a way. Because um, like there's there's death in it, and the, there's like one or two gruesome, like when he unlocks the the uh, the one the one people, and whenever mm. um the Dodge kills the one woman with the kid. Oh my gosh. Um, there, there's death in the show, but it's not like over the top. The, the problem that I have with the key system in this show is up to this season, the keys seem to be like linked to the lock house in some way. I don't understand. I really don't understand. Like they explain the keys. They don't explain where the keyholes from the keys come from. You know, like the mind key puts it onto someone. The mind control key. Why does that not put it onto someone? Why is it going to a music box? Um, oh, the, um, the chain so key thing. puts into a padlock for some dumb reason. Why is that? They don't yeah, explain so any of that stuff. So in the in the books they go into like more detail about that and I didn't reveal something about the mat the music box because there's something that happens in season three mm -hmm. that is part of the comic book that I, I was like wow this is really cool. Um uh so like yeah, and some some of those keys don't make sense. Like and most like in the last like this last season well, like the fire key that doesn't actually need a hole at all, it just needs to touch something and it lights on fire. That yeah, makes no freaking key. sense. The whole safe thing and like them and Dodge like having this expensive house where he was like keeping all these demon kids. Yeah, I didn't get I that. Just I was like, stupid. I'm like, did he just hijack one of these people's homes? Is that what's going <laughs> on here? <laughs> they did. He Why? did exactly that. I don't. Know. What's the point of this? They just wanted stupid. to have a, a a a nice. I you know what it probably was. It was probably one of the uh, Netflix uh, executives is just like. Just bought my new $40 million home. You should all film it here. Off. Show it off. Show it off. Yeah. Make it good. Look like it got destroyed. <laughs> it would be good. That's, yeah, this, a, that's this, the only way I could rationalize this show, that house. This show is one of those things where we I've talked about where like graphic novels are not a really good adaption. 
like there's there's great graphic novels that are great adaptions like we talked about sandman the boys is a great adaptation even though they don't even do all the things that they do in the boys because it's a little bit that or invincible you know those those are good adaptions to film or like to tv but like this is not good i think joe hill and i forget the rodriguez's guy i think they just kind of stepped away like they just was like and eh, netflix gave us money and i can respect that because it's money but i also Thank respect you. art and and the thing is is that's why neil gaiman took so long to make this show when he made sandman because he wanted it done right because like i think the last show he did was um american gods and americans gods was like the first season was amazing and then after that was like what happened <laughs> like mm -hmm. and then you're like oh well half the writing the writers from that show left and neil gaiman left so we're like eh, yeah well so. and see that that's the thing like looking at this show i've <sighs> i don't think i would watch it all if you didn't make me of the first season I know if I would have finished the first season and watched the second season when the third season came out, I wouldn't watch it. Not because I'd be like, it's a bad show. I refuse to watch it. I don't care enough. The the characters and everything set up and whatnot, I don't I'm not super interested in. And they're trying to like make it Austin. They should have just ended it this season. Like how they all set up and everything, that should have been then. It should have been end with Tyler going to school or whatnot. It should have ended with them all taking all the all the keys, putting them in a bag or something like that, and then chucking them into the ocean. Or yeah. melting them down into a bullet that they shoot into the ground. I don't know, something stupid. Some way of getting rid of these keys. The keys should not exist. The fact that you have a super old person and a father who had these keys and did not at any point think we should get rid of these keys. Yeah, we should get rid of these keys. Makes no freaking sense. Also, uh, are we to believe that once someone dies, they gain all their memories back? Because that Chamberlain guy is super old. He will have forgot how to use the keys. Also, why the heck do adults forget the keys? Oh yeah, that's only in the show, not in the book. Like, it's stupid. Like, they, they don't cover their tracks properly with well, like, storytelling. I, I think the other dumb, dumb thing that I hated the most is like um, how they set up where they have uh you don't find out about dodge and the whole rental lock thing like him murdering that person until like halfway through the comics so like the kids are using the keys willy-finilly with their friends and then they realize oh wow you know like we need to have people back us up and have friends that that will help us defeat dodge you know or, you and know, like break your keys you know that's always the option like yeah i just uh I just no, this, I, this I, I, cons yeah. like I can understand them being like we can't break these keys until we take care of this demon. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. But once that demon's taken care of, my first instinct would be like smash them, break them, pop them. Everyone agree never to make another one of them. Cool, let's go. Or yet, better yet, yeah. let's let's meld them all together to make a giant key that when we turn it, it, it destroys all the keys. You know, because apparently you can make a key about anything. You can choose what's made. Why don't you make a key that whenever you turn, it just destroys all keys? 
You can make a key that wouldn't turn it kills demons. Why can't you do it for that? Makes no freaking sense. Hey, why don't you make a key that when you turn it destroys the portal to hell or whatever that is? Well, that's like in the comic too, that Dodge doesn't even attempt to make a new key. Like, you know, this whole thing where like Lucas was like, I need the I need to learn how to make a key and he goes to like was it the one lock in the yeah, graveyard? The chamber. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, Hey, how do you make it? And then he ends up like telling him like how to make it, but he doesn't tell them that a lock needs to make it. So like, yeah, it just it's just stupid. It it becomes ridiculously dumb. And I, I just got to a point where I remember watching this season and after I watched it and I saw Lucas come up from this this debris that this house fell in the ocean but for some odd reason Lucas lived uh, oh yeah he didn't out of the debris well it's because it's, like, it's because in the show I'm free now. he's still an echo and they don't have the mm. echo functions how I think it should function in the yeah. way of like if he dies he should teleport back to the well house so and walk out from there like that I mean if if an echo reverberates and goes out right mm -hmm. if it reaches the end of its life and it stops it doesn't start back up there it starts at the origination again that's echo you know yeah. it just makes sense and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you any more about that because uh, i think that's another arc for the story mm -hmm. of the comics and i feel that like if you decide to read those you'll still have those left and i'm not gonna bring that up how that works or like uh the next season that we do watch uh, there's a lot of things that I'm not going to bring up because I want you to read this series. Uh, even though, like, you kind of know the ending in a way, because there's a lot of other stuff to the ending, too, that are really good ending pieces. Um, but I just I, I just feel like whoever wrote this show just try to do their own thing instead of, like, taking a concept that was so simple and it's already in a format and just putting it into... A decent enough there was too much drama in my opinion like the talking points and like uh was it the whole history teacher like having the whispering iron and like obsessed with the omega door and all that stuff yeah where was uh, he first season he's he's not there yeah, he's not even yeah, in the comics it's, it's like it's like he got because they in... took they took the love interest that nina had in the detective which is the guy that runs through the whole comic and they killed him <laughs> like, or they just made him disappear. I forget what they did, but it ruined it because that love, sh that love that she shares with that detective is great through the comics. And it's really cool. And um, it's just, they just didn't do it well. Like it, I seriously am with you. If it were, you know, I, I remember watching this season and being like, what are they thinking? Like what, what, what came through their mind that this was a good idea? And I had the same questions like this does people are going to watch this and not like it. And that's what happened. Viewership dropped off so bad that after this season hit, they announced that the third season was the final season. And like, I was like, yeah, I don't even think it should be a third season. What are they going to do now? Like, there's no story arc. Mm -hmm. uh, that's part of the comics like that whole uh, Confederate thing happens in one book. Like that whole revolutionary war thing happens in one book that he doesn't come to the, the the future or anything like that. Like this, what you're about to watch is completely off of someone that wrote for Netflix. Like you're about to Which, watch this. 
which could be good, could be bad. Who knows? I'll, I'll see. A hundred percent. I will watch it and be like, okay, let's see what this is about. And I'll be able yeah. to stop and look and say like it was trash or it was okay. Mm-hmm. And not have to be like, hey, this is how it was done in the books. Because like, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Of the information I get about the books, it sounds fine. There's some problematic mm-hmm. stuff that you've mentioned from it. But, mm-hmm. you know, when isn't like a, a 1980 or 70s 90s. graphic novel it's a 90s yeah oh that's not that's not that's too bad that's 30 years old man that's not the that's not the thing like there, there's like certain problematic things in the sandman that they get mm-hmm. rid of for the netflix adaptation oh yeah and i'm like good like neil gaiman's like yeah no stories have to adapt for the ages you know they just can't always stay the way they are and i agree and it's like i feel like 90s was a little late to have like some of the things you mentioned, but you know, I also could be wrong. I think people didn't become self-aware until around the 2000, 2001s or 2010s. <coughs> but still, I give it bros and shows to Altan. No, again, I don't, <laughs> don't really, uh, we don't really do a, a review system. I just, no. I don't think it's, I don't think it's great. I think you can honestly pass on it. Um, we'll see if season three redeems it, but season one did not keep me interested. Season two, um, I only watched to see what the keys did, and then I face rolled at the keys that were presented. Like when they showed the wing keys, like the, the the thing, I'm like, wait, why would they tell you that the keys whispered to you when you need them, and then they like the ghost dude could just go around and just direct them to the keys to begin with so why isn't he just going around showing them all the keys that like of the house now okay yeah no you're right you're right right that's that's too much storytelling let's not think about that well also too is like in the comic they they know about all the keys by like i think like the fifth book they all knew exactly where the keys are they know exactly what keys that they had and it it, it just the whole the wing key that is actually a real key mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the graphic novel mm-hmm. and i think it's called the icarus key i think that's what it is icarus is the one that like flew yeah, too flew close, too close to the sun. okay so i think it's called the icarus key for a reason um and, and, and like they do some pretty cool stuff with the icarus key in the sh- in the graphic novel but in the show it like she just like finds it and she ends up like flying in and i'm like there was no setup for that <laughs> and and the keys stay on the lot like they don't they don't go anywhere you know like they had that key what was it the one key um be at the at the school yeah and i'm just like why like the, what, that what key, was that key yeah. is that the anywhere key no, is that know. what they it wasn't the anywhere was key. it the it teleportation key it probably was the teleportation key. yeah i don't know it was some key of ugh. it was the key of a dodge like she breaks in the room to find it also side note this is just the honest truth if someone disappears in like a school or they die or whatnot they won't let anyone in that room mm-hmm. and those parents are coming to claim all that stuff now because of the fact that gabe was a fake person created for it um we have to look past the fact that 
there would be parents to clean that stuff. But then we also have to question, how did Gabe get into the school with no parents and no background? Because anyone did any type of social work on the guy, they would instantly see, hey, he doesn't exist. You can't go to school without like social securities and things like that. Like homeschool, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like whenever you show up to school and you don't have transcript or any information, they start looking around, they start asking questions. And then it's just like your whole facade falls through. I don't know. It just, they, they didn't answer certain questions. There was some nitpick things that I was fine with. The acting was fine. I always find the boy, the little kid Brody boy, kind of like eh, on his acting. Um, I think I find Tyler probably my favorite of the people who act. The girl I just kind of find somewhat annoying. I just, I feel like she's just, she just causes as many problems for everyone, but that's also me. But yeah, that's all. That's all I got to say about Lock and Key season two. You have anything you want to say to end us out? Awesome. Yes. A couple things. Okay. One, uh, if you guys are a fan of the Sandman part three on audible just dropped two days ago. Uh, you can go check that out. I didn't um, know about that. Yeah. Part three dropped uh, about two days ago. Will Wheaton is part of this production now. Um, so I actually have been listening to it. Uh, I've read already the novels before. I'm just, I love listening to it because it, it feels like a movie. Yeah. Like, oh, I've been, uh, fun fact, James I've McElroy. actually, I've been re-listening to them at work for the last week because I, oh, I forgot okay. to download new podcasts. And anytime I forget to download new podcasts, I listen to Sandman and I finished the first one and I'm halfway through the second one. I just got done with the, um, story, uh, Julius Caesar. When Julius Caesar, uh, when it talks oh, about Julius yeah. Caesar's, I'm, Brian I'm on Cox. One, Brian Cox. I forgot, Brian, I forgot Brian Cox is in that production. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, uh, so part three is out now. Mm -hmm. um because everyone like i i follow neil gaiman on facebook and he did like an hourglass thing and i was like oh they're revealing that season two got renewed and then like they're like part three and everyone's like really you're getting us excited that like the season was but but we like the audible too so like good well they, so. they already announced that season two was in production oh yeah uh the other thing is is we found out that community is now getting a movie yeah that's um, right yeah it's officially happening <coughs> um I'm trying to think of anything else that I wanted to say, like, but overall, like nothing really. I just been, that's, that's all I got. Uh, I, I, I hope you like season three of lock and key. Um, spoiler alert. I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Oh man. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for, I'm, I'm excited for that. Sandman. I like Sandman and, I haven't finished the Sandman series. I, I never finished them because I was introduced to it via the audio version. So I was listening to them via the audio version. Well, if you decide that you're done with all the audio versions, you should listen to Lock and Key's audio version, which is a full cast. All right. Well, you know yeah. what? After watching this, I'm, I'm going to have to fight my way up to that. Because... <laughs> uh, Man, maybe I should have just made you read the graphic novels before we watch the show. Honestly, now I'm kind of you you should have you should have. I'll be honest, because here's the thing: 
you this would be the equivalent of me making you watch um death note like the netflix adaptation you watch that and you're like this is such a trash show and then i'm like you'll really like the anime like watch the anime and then you your brain would be like i don't want to suffer through that crap again yeah do i really want to no you always lead with the better of the all of them you know when yeah. you gave me the sandman audiobook um i didn't know what to expect i thought it was going to be about superheroes because that's what mm. i came to understand because that's what you told me about you said that it's in the world of the dc universe and whatnot and my brain instantly went like i'm not big like superhero fan personally especially dc and then i'm listening to it, i'm like this doesn't have anything to do with superman really or any of the superheroes oh it's it's just like they reference certain superheroes or whatever and i was like all right and then it was the audiobook that made me fall in love with the sandman and then i started like looking into the graphic novels and everything i'm like it's just amazing aesthetic amazing style and what lock and key this yeah 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 no i if it, I, I'll need to take a break so I, I forget a little bit about Lock and Key I, before I want to listen I, to an audio version of this. I, I think that what I could do for you to make you feel like you should wa- read it um, <sighs> is let you borrow the first book. The first book is only 10 pages long. And if you don't think it's, you know, like, you know, gets you kind of hooked. Is that? Because I feel like it's hooked. Can we can really call that a book if it's 10 pages <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. More than that. I think it's um, like 25, actually. Can we really uh, even say that? It's like, a gra- it's a graphic novel. They're but, little small stories. Sandman's okay. only like 12 pages, 13. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. All right, Austin. Until because right. we're gonna start trailing off and just talking about random stuff now. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than Lucky. Like, Austin, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Bros and Show. Um, mm-hmm. I'll see you next week where we watch Lock and Key Season 3. Yep. And then we can finally lock that behind us. <laughs> um, to everyone out there, thank you so much for joining in. Thank you so much for stopping by, and we'll see you guys next time.